are a firefighter and an EMS professional. You are a part of a worldwide brotherhood of dedicated servants and you put your life on the line every day for others. Because of that, you deserve better. We are often our own worst enemies and it's time to own it. Let's work to improve and change the status quo. That change starts with us, right here, right now. In every situation we're faced with, as we see a need, we own it and we act. Be the ideal firefighter you would want on your crew. Be ignited. Hey everyone, my name is Ryan Rodriguez and I'm the founder of Ignited and your host for the Ignited Firefighter Podcast. The Ignited Movement is a battalion of firefighters who challenge the status quo through a forum dedicated to self-improvement and accountability. In each of these episodes, we discuss a myriad of different things challenging the fire service today, from leadership and tactics to how to improve ourselves physically as well as mentally. We aim to civilize the mind but make savage the body. And even though the focus is on the fire service, topics and principles we discuss span all types of professions. That being said, let's light the spark. A lot of firefighters base their level of fulfillment in their career. We sometimes forget that we aren't just firefighters. We're also fathers and mothers, husbands and wives, friends and family. Fulfillment can and should be found in other areas of our lives, so once that time in our lives as a firefighter is over, we have a strong basis to continue our sense of meaning and purpose. Are you constantly disappointed with things? Do you find yourself being short with people who are within your vicinity? Are you just not interested in the things that would typically interest you? You've got to identify and make a choice as to how you show up each and every day. Just like with anything, you only get out of it what you put in. Today we're going to review seven strategies we can create habits from so that we can maintain a sense of fulfillment no matter where we are. I would advise taking some notes here, guys. These are seven strategies I'm going to lay out, um, and there's some good stuff in here to kind of review later on. You can always listen to the podcast again later or take some notes in your phone or on a piece of paper. But here we go. Number one, define a personal mission and live by it each day. What principles do you live by? Can you list them off if someone asks you what they were? If not, then I suggest you take some time to invest in yourself and critically think about the principles that make you operate the way you do. I've done a couple episodes that talk about this specific thing. Uh, back in episode six, I talked about the four agreements, what they were and how they're applied to our daily lives. And just to refresh your memory, the four agreements are as follows. Be impeccable with your word. Don't take anything personal. Don't make assumptions and always do your best. If you haven't listened to episode six, I'd highly encourage you to do so because I go into each of these principles, what they mean and how to apply them. And personally, the four agreements are what I live by every day and I teach them to my children and we live by that, by those agreements within our household. I also did another episode on the ideal team player in episode seven, where I talked about the qualities that I feel make up the type of person that I'd want working on my crew and for my organization. Again, if you haven't listened to that episode, I highly encourage you to go back and do so, episode seven, because you'll gain some insight as to what it means to be on the lookout or, or what to be on the lookout for when it comes to fostering your own attitude into becoming an ideal team player. 
And it'll also put the principles in your mind as to what it looks like in a practical and recognizable way. The more you operate by a set of known, easy to remember, and easy to apply principles, the better off you will be in all aspects of your life. These principles shouldn't be tied to the fire service, but should be applicable to all aspects of your life, inside or outside of work. These principles dictate how you will choose to operate regardless of the external circumstances that come your way. You're the rock in the situation. The simplest way I can think to immediately put this into action is to come up with a personal mission statement. This is something that is easy to remember. It directly applies to the type of person that you want to be, and it dictates your behavior in regards to interacting with other people in all aspects on or off duty. Whether it's someone at the grocery store, someone you're interacting with over the phone, or a person that's called 911 and needs immediate medical assistance, you are consciously aware of your mission and how you will behave or operate in any given situation. Number two, constantly set and reevaluate your goals. Fulfillment is fostered by a growth mindset. If you are continually learning new things or working towards something significant, then you will inherently feel fulfilled. On the flip side of that, if you're finding yourself asking a bunch of questions or just identifying problems that you're dealing with without seeking out any solutions to those problems, then you're just going to find yourself in a negative feedback loop and it's going to turn into a, uh, it's going to turn you into a perpetual victim and you don't want that. I set, uh, personally, I set long-term, short-term and daily goals. These take on a few different forms. For example, I set quarterly goals because they're easier for me to stay focused on than a five-year goal per se. Yeah, I have a five-year goal and a five-year plan, but it's more of a dream and a general idea that I'm working toward rather than a detailed and mapped out plan. And ultimately, if I'm staying on track in my quarterly goals, then I'll naturally meet my five-year plan. All of these goals that I set up are geared towards meeting that plan or, or achieving that idea. The key is to make sure that the quarterly goals are aligning with that five-year plan or with that big picture idea. So not only do I have quarterly goals, but I, I have a practical way that I work toward them weekly and sometimes even daily. So for example, uh, if I want to meet my goal of rowing 2000 meters in eight minutes, then I need to focus on something practical that I can do during the week. So I've established a system where I row 500 meters in two minutes, at least three times a week. These are smaller steps I can take that will help me accomplish my long-term quarterly goal. Uh, now, of course, your goals can be career-related. I have career-related goals as well. Um, for example, if you want to promote to engineer or captain, you can identify things that you can be working toward on a weekly basis, whether it's reading out of the designated books and manuals or reviewing your organization's policies and procedures. You can continually be working towards something that will keep you focused on your chosen path. These things are measurable guys. And what gets measured gets improved, right? I've constructed a spreadsheet. Uh, personally, what I use is a spreadsheet on my computer that helps me track my adherence towards working on these goals. And it helps me identify what areas I'm underperforming in and what I might need an adjustment in. Uh, it's a, it's a constant system of refinement through goal setting. And by keeping focused on it, I maintain a sense of duty and fulfillment. I revisit 
these goals and how I've worked up to them or what I've accomplished or what I've been lacking in every week. And I, I put it in the spreadsheet and I've calculated it. So at the end, it gives me a percentage uh, as to how well I'm doing. So that helps me track things and stay and stay on track. Number three, make a specific daily goal to improve yourself. Comparison is the thief of joy. If you're continually comparing yourself to other people, then you're going to find yourself back in that negative feedback loop that I talked about. Everyone is fighting a battle that you can't see. And just like social media, they're typically only showing their highlight reel to the world. So it's just like in real life. They're only going to show you their highlight reel. In social media, they're only going to show you their highlight reel. So remember that image of that guy or girl you you work with who seems to have it all together is showing you their highlight reel, showing you the best of the situation. The only person you should be comparing yourself to is the person that you were yesterday. The questions I continually ask myself are, am I smarter than I was yesterday? Can the today version of me kick yesterday's version's ass? (laughs) These are questions I ask myself every day. How am I improving? This mentality helps me stay in my lane and focused on the things that would help me become better. And when you're focusing only on the things that are making you better, you don't have time to become distracted by the things that are seemingly trying to hold you back. There's a lot to be said for personal responsibility when it comes to morale. The fire chief or CEO of your organization is directly responsible for the morale of the organization, yes. But when it comes down to the day-to-day operations, you have a choice as to how you'll approach each day and each task. You can choose to focus on how the chief is driving morale into the toilet, or you can do something out of the ordinary to let your crew know how much you value them and appreciate them. You can choose your attitude each time you go to work, as well as what attitude you bring home with you. The more you focus on putting self-improvement into daily practice, the more fulfilled you'll feel on a daily basis. Number four, be grateful. As firefighters, we have the greatest job on the planet, best job in the world. When we find ourselves in a slump at work, it's typically not because of the job we do. Sometimes it's because of the people who are around us or the people who are causing contention from the top down. But like I said, we always have a choice in how we're operating. We always have a choice in our attitude. When you stop to think about it, things could be a lot worse. We go into a lot of homes and we get a peek into people's lives and living situations all the time when running 911 calls. That's all we do. We see people living in poor housing situations. We see people who are addicted to drugs and other substances and who are ruining their lives. We see people in abusive relationships. A lot of these people's situations are a result of the active choices that they're making. Understand that. But my point here is that by observing situations that are, let's say, less than ideal, we can gain some perspective in regards to how good we have it. We get paid to ride around on fire trucks all day and help those in need. We have it pretty good when it comes to what we do to support ourselves and our families. And it's important that we make an active effort to remember that. One of the ways that I personally remind myself of this is that whenever I find myself thinking negatively about a situation, I immediately force myself to think of three positive things about whatever situation I'm in. So for example, if I'm on my way to work and I'm getting really pissed off at the ridiculous drivers who are occupying the roads that day, 
I consciously think of three positive things that can offset my negative attitude. For example, I drive a really nice truck. I'm listening to a great podcast and I work with some really great people. There's three things right there. Once you train your mind to operate this way, you'll find yourself not even thinking about the negatives because your brain will be so trained to immediately think of three positives that it won't have time for any of the negatives. Make an effort to be grateful for the things that you have in your life and you'll find yourself in a better state of mind as you go throughout your day. Number five, take action. Again, you only get out of an experience what you put into it. If you aren't excited to be at work, then that will set the tone for how your shift will go. If you give yourself something to look forward to, like training on a new hose deployment or a new workout regimen you're interested in, then you'll have something positive that you can focus on and base your attitude around. Like I say at the beginning and the end of each podcast, as we see a need, we act, right? Take action in regards to those things that need to be done. Be productive and contribute. Don't just be a taker. The guy who shows up, collects a paycheck, and then heads home. Seek opportunities to be involved in the community you serve in different ways. Do some yard work around the station. Offer to vacuum your crew's bunk rooms. Volunteer for special assignments. These are just a few examples of things you can do. One thing that has really helped me uh, to stay engaged is to seek out learning opportunities outside of the organization, maybe even in another state. It's important to put eyes on how other organizations are doing things because you might find that what they're doing would directly apply to your situation. It's just a new perspective, guys. By making the effort to actively seek out opportunities to learn and practice different methods, you'll sharpen your sword, so to speak, and become that much more keen in your role as a firefighter, a crewmate, and maybe even your role as a father or mother. Which takes me to my next point, number six. Find ways to learn something new. Learning new things naturally brings a sense of fulfillment. Seek out ways to learn something new. Don't just rely on other people coming to you and providing you with like continuing education hours or symposiums on things that may or may not pertain to you. Seek it out. You'll get way more out of your experience if you seek out something you're genuinely interested in. Your mind will be more engaged and you'll be more motivated to absorb what it is that you're hearing. As a result, you'll be much more likely and willing to apply what you've learned. Finally, number seven, build positive relationships. When you have a group of quality people in your life, you have a pool of emotional and intellectual resources to pull from. These relationships need to be give and take. When you take time to foster relationships that are based off mutual benefit, you'll feel an incredible sense of fulfillment and then ultimately it won't be give and take. It'll be give and give because each of you are giving to each other. It's important to be genuine here. Everyone can tell a faker. We see through that BS guys. It's easy. We see right through it. Be genuine. And if you don't want to foster a relationship with someone, don't. You don't have to force anything. But for those relationships that you do want to develop, make sure you're being genuine about it and that you aren't just seeking a one-way reward. In other words, don't use people. So how do we initiate a relationship like this? I heard this once and I've never forgotten it. Interested is interesting. Think about it. When people ask 
us about ourselves, we enjoy answering their questions, right? People love talking about themselves. It's natural. It's in our nature. So if there's someone that you're genuinely interested in building a relationship with, ask them questions. Ask them questions about anything and everything. Find out what kind of principles drive them. What kind of goals are they working toward? How do they take steps to meet those goals? What experiences have they had that make them who they are? When you pick the brain of someone you look up to, you'll soon find yourself eye to eye with them. You'll soon become a peer and a friend. All right, guys, let's wrap this up. Look, I understand that we aren't perfect, but that doesn't mean we can't strive towards something better. Make the most of your career and make the most of your life. Do what you can to achieve your highest level of potential possible. Do that and you'll find yourself among an entirely different and more effective group of people. Do that and you'll find yourself feeling fulfilled and becoming the person you're meant to be. I've put together a worksheet that you can download for free that will help you identify your motivations and move toward becoming a more fulfilled person, whether at work or at home. Just go to my website at www.ignitedff.com and click on the link in the top right of the screen that says download PDF, submit an email that you actually use, and then the download will be sent straight to your inbox. As always, thank you guys for listening to the Ignited Firefighter Podcast. If you enjoy the show, please leave a rating and a review on your respective platform. If you do me a solid and leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever, and then tag me in a screenshot when you post it to social media, I'll send you some official Ignited decals to throw in your hydro flask or your helmet or whatever. Please subscribe and share the podcast with someone you think would enjoy it. As we delve deeper into these issues we cover, we can come together and help each other learn and grow. Remember, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at IgnitedFF. And I'd also like to invite you to join the Ignited Firefighters Facebook group. This is where firefighters and EMS professionals can come together and discuss the challenges that we face and connect with others who are dealing with those same challenges. Thanks again for listening, guys. And until next time, if you see a need, own it and take action. Be the ideal firefighter you'd want on your crew. Be ignited. Yeah.